Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show, the most funny in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley and the Ricky Smiley Morning Show family. Love you, Ricky. Hope you're having a great day, man. Listen, I love how you start our day off and then you keep us going with the laughter and the love today. We start off, of course, as we do every day with praise. CC whining, singing about the goodness of God. Listen, Ricky, you say it all the time. God is good all the time and all the time. Our God is good. Listen, listen, life is unfair. But God is good. I love that phrase right there because it lets me know that on the one hand, you got to keep it real. Life can be tough. The going can get rough. You got to keep it real. There are days you just don't feel good because life goes so bad. Life ain't fair, y'all. But here's the good news. Through the unfairness, the injustice, God has the last word. God is good even when life ain't fair. God is good even when life goes wrong. God is good and C.C. Wyman sings about the goodness of God. What does it mean? It simply means that when you're going through tough times, it is no time to give up. That's when you are reminded afresh that God's goodness, here it is, gets you through, sees you through, gives you strength in the midst of the bad that you're going through. I guess I'll give it to you like this, Ricky. God doesn't take you out of bad stuff you're going through, but in the midst of what you're going through, God's goodness gives you the strength to sustain you. God's goodness gives you the strength to make it through what you're going through. God is good because God is with you in the midst of the bad, but also God is good because God can somehow snatch good out of the bad. Isn't it good to know that what Joseph told his brothers can apply to you and your situation? Joseph said to them, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. I love that phrase right there because it says that what they intended to turn out bad, God took it, used it, and brought good out of it because God has, here it is, a recipe for your destiny. And everything in the recipe may not taste good by itself, but it can be used to taste as good as the recipe demands. I'm simply saying, y'all, that God's goodness shows up in that God is good to you in the midst of what you're going through, getting you through what you're going through. And then God's goodness will bring good out of the bad that you've been through. The Bible puts it like this. All things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to God's purpose. Y'all go ahead and have a blessed day just praising God 
for God's goodness. There it is, Pastor Haynes, man, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church. Let's get into this music. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Yes, sir. Love you, Ricky. Have a great one. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Jerry, Smiley Morning Show. Got the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. A House GOP attempt to impeach Homeland Security uh, Se- uh, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas ended in failure on Tuesday <laughs> with a vote of 2 for oh, This was uh, the drama, Ricky. It was spectacular. 214 to 216. This marked an embarrassing defeat for the Republicans as three of their members crossed party lines to join Democrats in opposing what would have been the second ever impeachment of a cabinet official. But this is the best part, Ricky. The unexpected presence of Representative Al Green, a Democrat from Texas, who had recently undergone surgery and appeared in hospital scrubs without socks played a decisive role in the outcome. He said, oh, no, I'm casting my vote, boo. I know that's right. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, come as you are. I'll come as you are. In other news, a jury has found Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of Oxford High School shooter Ethan Crumbly, guilty on all four counts of involuntary manslaughter. This was the right decision, in my opinion. Uh, Jennifer Crumbly will be sentenced on April 9th. She faces up to 60 years in prison, 15 for each count. Now, the jury foreperson told CBS News Detroit that one factor the jury focused on was that Jennifer Crumbly was the last adult with the gun before her son used it in the mass shooting. Crumbly is the first parent in the U.S. to go on trial in a mass shooting carried out by their child. Lastly, are you keeping financial secrets from your partner? You may not be alone. Only 10% of Americans know their partner's salary. This according to a poll of 2,000 adults in serious relationships. 15% don't know much how much their partner has in savings or what their credit score is. 27% of Gen Zers keep their credit score from their partner. One, uh, other common financial secrets include how much debt someone has, where they spend money, and how many different bank accounts they have. Man. Yeah, I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more headlines and updates, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? What up, Maria, man? Kyrie Irving and his Dallas Mavericks teammates beat the Brooklyn Nets yesterday. Why is that important? It's the first game in uh, Brooklyn since being traded from the Nets last year. He fired their ass up to them threes. lit them up 36 points. He will find them threes (laughs) up in their face. He's like, welcome back. I was like, draws. (laughs) And he was actually at peace. Yeah. Pretty much at peace with what what happened and uh, spending time here. Uh, I wish uh, a lot of the guys well. Uh, a lot of the people that I've gotten a chance to get to know. Uh, we have relationships that extend off the basketball court, and that's all I can ask for. Whether I was playing a game or not, um, got to see a lot of smiles. Got to make some kids really happy, uh, and that's what this job is about. At the end of the day, it's the next generation and making sure they stay inspired. It is, man, Kyrie. Uh, before Simone Biles, there was Gabby Douglas. And who became the first black woman to win the Olympic title at London Olympics in 2012? She making a comeback, y'all, at the old age of 28, which is considered old in the sport of gymnastics. She will be trying to make the U.S. Olympic squad of five women who will be trying to win gold at the Paris Olympics this Let's summer. Go. Let's go get it, Gab. That's my quick sports report. Brad got the hot spot coming up with something got. Coming up next, <clears throat> Usher announces his past, present, and future tour. Tell y'all about it. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Ooh, and that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the VRA 18. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> 
don't start. Oh, it's too early. Oh, oh boy, heavy Lord. It is time for the hot spot with a breath. With a Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tetad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Usher's new album comes out on Friday. His Super Bowl halftime show is on Sunday. And yesterday, he kept the ball rolling by announcing his Usher Pass Present Future Tour. The 24-city trek kicks off August 20th in Washington, D.C. and makes stops throughout the country during September and October before wrapping up with two nights in Chicago on October 28th and 29th. He also recently wrapped up his residency in Las Vegas after 100 shows. <clears throat> I heard he was getting a million a show. So after 100 shows, that's $100 million. But I ain't, I, you know, you ain't heard it from me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, wow. And fans have been hoping that he would follow that with the tour. And he definitely did that. Ticket pre-sales have already begun with the general on sale set for Monday. So congratulations to Usher for not letting no grass grow under his feet. My goodness, that's keeping the ball rolling. Moving on, okay. Moving on, y'all. Bill Maher. Is it Bill Maher? Okay, Bill Maher said that he sat down with Kanye West for a two-hour interview on his club random podcast, but he will not release the episode due to Ye's bigoted views against Jews. Maher said, I thought it was going to be a learning moment. We were here for two hours. By the way, we had an amazing, fun time. He's a very charming anti-Semic. And by, wow. <laughs> and by the way, he's not only... One in America who feels that way. He's not the only one in America who feels that way. It's not like the Jews are universally loved except for Kanye West. Earlier in the interview, Mars said of West, I feel like he was helpful for spreading the fertilizer. And I do mean fertilizer for this idea that Israel and the Jews are the worst people in the world. Oh, Lord. A reporter asked, a lot of people were thinking uh, what what he was thinking, but in Kanye's case, the fact that he's saying it out loud gives other people permission to say it too, right? Yes, exactly, Mar said. That's why I wouldn't air that episode because I'm not going to contribute to this. Now, why would why in the Kanye West would you go on here and still do the same thing that people are canceling you for? I'm I'm so confused. It's, and then he issued that apology, and, but you're still talking about it. But you're it. still doing the same thing over and over. Like, I don't know, like... Something not right, y'all. We just need to pray, like Gary said. We just yes, need to Lord. keep him Especially in our prayers. That's with them clothes and that fashion show he had. Yeah. You ought to see <laughs> our comedian Marvin Hunter. I was, was coming when they, when all them folks was walking out with them, them different outfits. Kanye uh, was was showing at that fashion show. Mm. Uh, go to comedian Marvin Hunter and and, and just watch that. You'll be crying, laughing. I, I, I I'm gonna have to share that today. Yeah, it's almost like a superhero look, like with the, <laughs> with the shoulder pads and the knee pads and the muscly shirts, the shirts with, with the muscles with the bunny built ears, in. With the bunny ears. The oh, no. Yeah, had all, all the characters crazy. from SpongeBob. Oh. <laughs> Yo, uh, we going to wrap up the hospital on that note, y'all. But coming up next, we got Rock T's HBC. You know who we repping today, Rock T. We're going to holler at Albany State University pimping. There it is. Shout out to them Rams, man. That's coming up next on the HBC. You know, it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I know, I know, I know, I know. Now you know. Hey, no. Hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. HBC, you know. Already, man. Rock T up in here. 
time for another HBC, you know. We're going to always spotlight our heroes and sheroes that attended or currently attend our amazing historically black colleges and universities. Shout out to Albany State University, established in 1903, home of the Blue and Gold Rams, also home of the Marching Ram Show Band. Shout out to James Michael White, one of y'all's former students. Also played college football at Albany State. Drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals to the NFL. Also played with the Seattle Seahawks. After his NFL career, he went back to Albany State to coach the football squad. His 2010 team was named SBN Black College National Champions. James Michael White, another proud HBCU alum of Albany State University. If you didn't know... Now you know. If you have an HBCU story you want me to spotlight, send a message and follow on social media at HBCU. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, Ricky. You know, if you're in a relationship, watch out. Today, February 7th, is one of the biggest breakup days of the Uh year because it's one week before Valentine's Day. (laughs) Companies like Pizza Hut are allowing customers to order goodbye pies along with a message to break up with their significant others. I don't know if they're going to use pepperoni to make the message. Pizza Hut also has... uh, You break up with them big, uh, you have to use that Pizza Hut. You know what? Get I that one that looked like the little the little nightstand with the with the drawers with the different pieces and bread sticks. Yeah, the, you know? the levels, yeah. She's like it's open, then she won't be mad. She said, You made me sick, but I love you. I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> well, Ricky Pizza Hut also has an excuse generator for anyone who needs help with a reason to break up. And others like Insomnia Cookies are offering a limited edition new twelve pack of cookies on their website called it's not me, it's you, Pat. Uh, you can choose the 12 cookies you want to give your soon-to-be ex, and they'll include a handwritten breakup note inside the box. You can't yeah, say that'll, anything. That'll, that'll make me feel great. Like, you get you some milk, man. That'll get you through that little first little, little 24-hour heartbreak part. Them little insomnia cookies and, and some pizza hut. Or whatever, you, you know, you snacking and stuff and crying or whatever, but you're not, that, that's going to help it. Because right. some people break up with you and don't send you nothing. So, yeah. Oh, snacking and crying. I mean, I snacking guess and crying. pizza and cookies makes everything uh, better. Now, there's four options uh, for the note you can put in the box. It's not me, it's you. You're sweet, but not my flavor. Uh-uh. I have the hots for your roommate. Oh. And we're done. Have a nice life. Damn. 
Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that to get somebody coming over there shooting up your apartment. Now, don't do, don't put that in there. Yeah, just send the cookies and send the text and just say, hey, uh, it's me. I'm sorry, it, it didn't work out exactly. Yeah, it's, it's me. We can be friends. We can meet at Applebee's and, you know, just, be, you know, whatever. Hit me if you ever need a shoulder to lean on. You know. Right. Well, right. Ricky, what's the craziest breakup that you've ever experienced off the top of your head? When she won't break up with you, but her mama do it. Her mama said, let, let me tell you something, baby. <laughs> you know, my daughter going to be my daughter, but I want you to know something. You always welcome to this family. When they, when oh, the, that's the worst. When, yeah. When, yeah, when the mama say that to you, the mama knows she ain't about nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you show up at Thanksgiving and she got her new dude there? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the worst. You come on over for Thanksgiving, but don't you worry about it because you in my life. <laughs> She broke up with you, but not us. All right, Jerry, the morning show. Hey, straight live from the Star Dome. Brandon Smiley, happy heavenly birthday. Check it out. Is the women ready for Valentine's Day? The women ain't ready? Damn. It's them 2020 women don't give a damn. Valentine's Day. Men, are y'all ready for Valentine's Day? Me neither. Me neither. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah, man, you got to do something special for them on Valentine's Day. My girl, she want me to uh, take it to the place that, you know, cook in front of her. You know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Waffle House. You know? <laughs> that was no joke, but whatever. <laughs> Y'all be sleeping on the Waffle House, man. Waffle House be good. It be little telltale signs that you know the Waffle House going to be good. If you pull up the Waffle House and the cook outside smoking a cigarette... <laughs> And I mean the cook. You know it's the cook. He got that thing on his head. Yeah. Come on. He don't man. give a damn. He don't even wash his hands when he come back in. I don't even give a damn. I was like, man, I don't even care for real. <laughs> or if that flow wet, yeah, that food gonna be good. That flow wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the lady cooking, she ain't got no teeth on the top of her mouth. <laughs> Ooh, them eggs gonna be good as hell. Hey, man. Hey, what the hell you used to be screaming in the mic for? That's true, though, man. You go in the Waffle House, they always mopping. <laughs> Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, a beautiful, beautiful Black History Month day. And here's what's happening in the celebrity news, y'all. Beyonce Giselle Nose Carter is being attacked again, y'all. I don't know why they're doing this. Now, Beyonce recently, y'all, she dropped, y'all, her first 
hair care promo, y'all. And people, some people are raving about it, and some people are tagging her because you know Beyonce is coming out with her own hair care line. Now they're saying, honey, that she, um, you know, she launched a date and everything and what have you, which is gonna be, I think, it's in March or what have you. But honey. Why? I thought Beyonce was revered by the world, but people are attacking her. Somebody said, girl, do you ever wear your hair, honey? Your own hair. And now, honey, you got hair care products. She they miss me. After the Grammys, she said, I'd rather show my love to people who really need it because you obviously, honey, have more money than God and more Grammys than anyone else. So, honey, you don't need anything. You're just thirsty. And I'd rather show my love to people who need it. As they say, honey, give it to the needy and not the greedy. Unquote. Why would somebody do that to Beyonce? Beyonce is love. I mean, if y'all don't know this, Miss Tina knows on the chain of hair um, um hair salons in Houston back in the days and stuff. So Beyonce is definitely familiar well, with hair. Well, she be branded with her mama's name then. I mean, I kind of I think that that was a harsh approach, but Beyonce does wear weaves all the time. So as a consumer, I'm thinking, okay, you're making hair care products for natural hair, like for like hair that grows out of your head. That's what the products are for. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Well, they say hair is sacred, and the journey begins, y'all, on February 20th. Visit secret.com. So I get that's the new hair care line. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying, Maria, but it's just, I mean, I, I can't wait. to. I hope she makes something for men, too, because I would like to have definitely some of Beyonce hair care um, line. I heard stuff. it was really expensive. Yeah. yeah. Really? And what, yeah. what does it do, make your hair grow? Well, it probably does and stuff, though, honey. But I know a lot of people use the kaleidoscope, so I don't know what Beyonce gonna do, honey. But <laughs> nevertheless, we gonna Message. see how that all turn out, honey. We don't want Come no problems, now. honey. We don't want no problems. So, but anyway, child, just gonna keep it lifted in prayer. Brad, all right, he's, he's trying to be messy, Brad. Yes, every day. But we love. Brad honey. said it's enough money to go around. Yes, it is, so honey. <laughs> All right. Let me get along, Gary. Okay, honey. When I get my um, SSI check, baby, next week. <laughs> Moving on. And other celebrity news, y'all. Baby, the NAACP Image Awards put out a clarion call, y'all, for black celebrity. This part right here bothers me. Now, they said, you know, over the weekend, a lot of black people, honey, recording artists, y'all, were disappointed after walking away from the Grammy Awards, honey, empty-handed. Well, now they're saying that the NAACP Image Awards implores, honey, black creative to pull up, baby, to where they are cele- celebrating. Now, the NAACP is March um, the 16th, and they want people to, you know, pull up and celebrate black heroes and excellence together. Now, I have a problem with it. I'm not begging y'all to come, damn it. If you want to go over there to the Grammys where they to celebrate your ass, go. So why we have to beg y'all and stuff to come and, and, and to be at the old war show and stuff? I, promise, I have a problem. I promise. Yes, I I mean, just, it, it doesn't make it just sense. Because uh, you don't see all these white people uh, coming over to the BET Awards and, and the Hip Hop Awards and stuff. Thank you. Are uh, trying to, you know, get validated. And I, I just kind of feel some kind of way like going over there like like it's nice to have yeah. or whatever but man I just I would just put more emphasis on uh the BET awards the NAACP image awards the uh the TV1 awards yes. you know different things that's, that's for us made by yeah, us soul train awards especially and soul train yeah. awards yeah absolutely so, there has to be some psychology behind that like why do some black folks seek white validation so much. Yeah, you know, it's, they it's, ice is cold. Yeah, it's, it's um, I mean, it's nice to be acknowledged and to get a Grammy, but yeah. why don't, like you said, why don't you have that same enthusiasm with yes. the black award shows? Exactly. It's, it's interesting. 
that bothers me, but I mean that's I guess that's the way it is. We just gotta have one. And like I said before, like when the, with the Oscars and what have you, everybody wanted to win an Oscar. All black people want to win an Oscar to be validated, so to speak. But honey, most of the black people that won Oscars they ain't even doing nothing. That, that that is strange. Why why is that? No. It seems like trying to get an Oscar is almost like that you don't see them in any more television and film. It's no, almost you I'm, almost get the feeling that once a black person wins the Oscar, it almost devalues the the mm. the significance of the award. Yeah, well, because you don't see that happening with white actors. No, because like, back in the day, when you won an Oscar, they put you in a twenty million dollar movie range. They would say, you know, they right. would start making twenty million a movie, like Will Smith were doing back in the day. But a lot of other people, they just not they didn't make that. So, but nevertheless, congratulations mm. to all of them. As long all right, as I'm rec- cl- recognized in front of my audience that pay money to come see me Thank or you. listen to me or whatever, that, that's the only thing I'm concerned about. I might never get to that level, whatever that level is or whatever. But uh, um, um, you just got to be comfortable with with the audience that you have. Yeah. You know, that, that's a win. Anytime you could make a living doing that, something that you love so much that you would do it for free, that is yep. a win. That's, that's it. That's a win. There you have it. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas just in time of um, Black History Month. The Kahlua today, y'all, is Pepto. On the high end, you say Pepto, and on the low end, you say Beautiful Pink. That's your Kahlua oh, for today. AKA is going to get you for that. Y'all give it up again with the tea. All right, Rick's Mountain Morning Show. I got your wake up call. Get him at 8669. Ricky, here we go. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. It's time to get your show together. Get Indianapolis, Indiana. I want to give a wake-up call to TNT Collision. Wake up, wake up, wake up! My name is Lonzo. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm calling to wake up all my 11, yes, 11 grandbabies for to get ready for school. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is your granddaddy! This is your granddaddy! It's a whole gang of cities tuned in, lock in. What's yours? Because we going to let them know. so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Black Tony, what's going on? 
Well, oh, well, oh, boy, I'm not, well, I'm not, I can tell you what's going on, I'm not going to make it work today. All right, that one going on right though, cause um, it ain't my fault though. It, it, before you start fussing right. at me, it ain't, it ain't my fault. So this ain't on me. This on my girl. So this on my little. Okay, what, they, what they got? What they, what they got to do with us? Shout cause I'm dating. I'm dating a white girl. No, I'm dating. I, I don't care. So? I don't care who nobody. I, I got me a little white girlfriend. Yo, <laughs> all of us got white yo, girlfriends. Yeah, what up? Oh, you do. Yep. All right, look, <laughs> look, Shadow. She taught. She taught me somewhere I ain't never been last night, Shadow. Where? Ice skating. <laughs> you went ice skating. Yeah, we don't go ice skating too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she a real white girl. Hey, Roti, she a real white girl. She don't even like black people. <laughs> talking about, oh. Then what she uh, doing with you, dog? <laughs> I don't know. They, they say it's a, it's a thing. They be, her parent, her parent both are a bit Trump folk. Uh, her daddy wore a red hat. I seen her daddy. He showed me a picture of her daddy with a red hat. He was, uh, he was on, uh, on January 6th. Now, he was one of them uh, White man who were climbing up the wall. Yeah, you were climbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were climbing up on that wall. Then they want. Then they want to call us monkeys, but they climbed that wall January the sixth. Yeah. So 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 look. So the reason I can't come to work because so she yeah. took me ice skating last night. But them, man, I'm no ice skating made for white people feet. And they real skinny, like you know. I was I was nine and a half, son. And all they had was like an eight. So I had to squeeze my foot in that down. Hey man, my feet are swollen. I can't. So I still got an ice skates on. I can't even. I, I got a. I can't even walk. Man, that ain't yeah. even a good excuse. Now that, I still got an ice. Son, I can't get down ice skates. So I'm gonna be you ever try to drive with ice skates on. <laughs> Roger, so you, you ever try to drive with ice? Yo, I can't. So you walk out of the ice skate rink. Uh, uh, what did y'all go to the Galleria? <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. So you still yo. got them on your feet now? <laughs> yo, I had to step my feet so I didn't want to, uh, on, on the car because it was cutting up her carpet. And then I got right, so you went home with her, you put them ice skates on. Did you, did you smash lights on with them ice skates yeah, on? Yo, <laughs> yo, so I had some gym shouts. <laughs> I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, you know. Roll time. You know, I had to get used to it out here, man. Roll time. <laughs> no, this traffic crazy out here, man. We know we ain't used to no traffic like this back in Birmingham. I'd have turned down some job off because of this traffic. They say you gotta be here at 835. I said, where's that? They said midtime. I said, you know what? No. <laughs> said I ain't gonna be able to do it, player. And then back in Birmingham, our crackheads do my stuff. You know, we got normal crackheads back in Birmingham. You know, we might take your they might steal your stick off your tag. Tell you I'm pregnant poodle. You know what I'm saying? Tell you it's a pit bull puppy. You know, simple crackhead stuff. You know, they keep it classy. You know, y'all crackheads burning down whole highways out here. How y'all let one crackhead make four million people late to work? How? Hey, man, hey, uh, uh, happy heavenly birthday, Brandon Smiley, man. Uh, he would have been 34 today. Uh, love that man. That's, that was actually funny. We need to start playing more of his stuff. Half woman, it's Gary. I wanna hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the tea and the color today. Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And happy heavenly birthday to Mr. Brandon Jamal Smiley. And here's what's happening. Jamal. 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 Damn, you were messing. He would have. 
Well, you, know well, he it, it, hey, you, you know, you can mess it up because you put in enough time with him. He on Netflix, yes. so it don't matter. Mr. Gary, now why you said that? <laughs> that you, oh, you, you sound just like what he said. What, <laughs> Mr. Gary? Now why you said that? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. The prayer warriors are definitely being solicited, y'all. Let's pray, y'all, for Miss Macy Gray, y'all. Miss Macy Gray's daughter filed a restraining order against her brother. He's been accused, y'all, of beating poor Miss Macy Gray, y'all. They're saying, y'all, according to doc- court documents, honey, they're saying Anasa accused, y'all, Tracy, which is the brother of beating, honey, his mom, honey, and harassing everybody in the household. Now, they're saying that she claimed that he, uh, Miss, uh, uh, Macy called the cops, y'all, multiple times and was advised by police, y'all, to file a restraining order against him. Now, Nasa claimed that her brother Tracy, 28, always follows and harasses his mama when he's drunk. Now, she said, quote, we waited for the cops to come while he continued to bang on the doors of our room looking for confrontation. She said, Gracie said she never spoke out publicly about the abuse, y'all, but they're saying they definitely want him to be gone and they want him to just stop harassing them and stuff. And, you know, that's sad when everybody kids got, start seems like everybody got somebody like that in their family. Yeah, they'll be the one that stay at home and they ain't doing that with their life and they mm-hmm. be entitled and stuff. And then when they don't get what they want, they start acting like that. Yep, that's from letting them down. Children Text stay at book. home till they thirty and forty years old and stuff. Yeah. I left at seventeen, but now you know they let them stay not till they thirty and forty because they say they saving up their money and they'll never get out. But anyway, let's pray for Macy Gray. Y'all. We love Macy. All right, speaking of getting out, y'all, honey, Miss Drew Sedora, y'all, she's asking the judge to put Ralph out her ex-husband. Now, they're saying, y'all, according to, oh um, God. they say Drew told the judge that her estranged husband, Ralph Pittman, is a threat to her three children, and she asked that the judge put Ralph out of the house. Now, observers were in the courtroom saying that Drew's former lover, WNBA star Ty Young, wasn't in attendance, but they say Drew and Ralph share two children, and they share, um, their, she has the oldest son, JoJo. Now, they say Ralph and Drew filed, honey, back-to-back divorce petitions last year. But people want to know why they still together, why, why he's still up in the house or whatever. But it hadn't been announced. They say, probably if she come back to Real Housewives of Atlanta, you'll know on the show. Because right now, nobody knows why he's still in the house. Some people say, you know, sometimes, you know, money is funny and whatever. And people just can't move out right then. So we just hope and pray that Drew and Ralph, you know, work this out. Because they love each other and they got them chilling together. So... All right, y'all, moving on in my final story, y'all. This is a very sad story. Ricky, I'm just touching to me. It's being reported, y'all, that Morgan Freeman, y'all, now they're saying he may have gone to the pen, but they say Morgan Freeman accepting an apology, y'all, from the Auburn basketball player, Johnny Broom. Do you know who that is, Rock T? They say because, honey, um, Morgan slapped Johnny on the hand. And they say Morgan grabbed Johnny's jersey, and jersey got mad at, and, I mean, this guy got mad at um, Morgan, honey, and hit him. And now they said, but he didn't know who um, Morgan Freeman was when he hit him. Oh, that's the one that grabbed grabbed Mm -hmm. the the young kid. That was Morgan Freeman. Mm -hmm, That was Morgan Ricky. That's sad. Why? Why? Why why was he at an Auburn game? Where was that? Who knows, honey? But were they playing Mississippi? Because I know yep, Morgan Freeman lives in Mississippi. Yep, exactly. That's what so they Auburn must have been playing either Ole they were Miss playing or Mississippi, Mississippi State. Yeah, they, they said the incident happened during the Auburn versus Mississippi game, which was Saturday, Ricky. And they said um, Morgan grabbed the hem of Broom's jersey in the second half, and he just didn't take that well. You know, some people say you took the hem of Jesus' garment, but he grabbed this man's jersey hem, and he just didn't like that, Ricky. And so, honey... But then after he found out it was Now you said Martin Freeman might be going to prison. Yeah, but you never know because Ricky, that's, that's harassment. Yeah, well, at least if he get back in there, he'll meet her with Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> Red room Shawn break both. Say what, Brett? Red room break both. We love Shawshank Redemption. That's our favorite movie. Yeah. 
Yes, Lord. But we're so glad he apologized, you know, and, and the guys apologized to Mark. He said because he didn't know who he was. And why? I, I thought you can't touch those people anyway. These are sports players. I think the and, kid was about to fall on him or something. Yeah, man. He was. And he was trying to keep falling. He thought that it was a oh oh yeah. I remember he said he thought it was a a Ole Miss fan trying to grab him. It was Ole Miss. I remember the interview. And uh, and he turned around and apologized, but he, the young kid probably still didn't know who Morgan Freeman was, yeah, or whatever. Well. Uh, mm. So he's gonna have to go and watch uh, some of some of his movies and get caught up. Yeah, bless his soul. Well, that's good. Well, let's keep Morgan lifted up in our prayers and nothing happened to him. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today is Pepto. On the high end, you say Pepto, and on the low end, you say beautiful pink. That's your Kahlua for today. <laughs> All right, y'all, give it up for Gary with the team. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I remember back when you stayed in, you know what I'm saying, these little apartments on the south side of, of Birmingham. It's like way before y'all came around. Like, we didn't really have that much growing up. It seemed like those were the best times of my life, you know what I'm saying, when he was raising us at that young age when he didn't have that much. Y'all think y'all feel like y'all rich now. I thought we was balling. I remember asking you, I was like, we rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are we rich? You said, no, we rich in spirit. And that always stuck with me. I just want to thank you for making my our childhood, like, special. And I, I really didn't really understand why he was so hard on me until I grew up and became a man. And if I wouldn't have got that, I wouldn't even be half the man I am today without that. I appreciate that, and I needed that. And if I ever have a kid, I'm raising them the same way. I'm going to anoint you as a comedian. <laughs> In the shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. My name, Lil Daryl. <laughs> yeah, that, that that really meant a lot when he said that. Uh, that was from the uh, our reality show on TV One. Uh, we was just sitting around, sitting around having a dinner. It was a dinner scene uh, with me and the kids, and I, I tried my best to make his childhood absolutely special it was always special when he would come it's crazy because when i would pick him up uh on, on on weekends i would always play lovely day when he got in the car just to try to build the excitement and uh uh you know it, it was it was it was it was some of the, some of the best times ever i was real hard on them but i was younger when he was a kid so uh, it was a big argument in the house about who had the best childhood and i i would have to say uh, uh, Brandon uh, childhood because I was younger and I had more energy. It was always like 
Let's jump on a plane. Let's go to the amusement park. We we went to Louisville, Kentucky. They have an amusement park right by the airport. Uh, uh, it was Tony, uh, little kid, Tony Smith, uh, Run, my nephew, who also passed away. Uh, Brandon, uh, we all jumped on the plane, and we jumped on Southwest when them tickets was cheap back then. Flew to Louisville, Kentucky, stayed at that amusement park all day and rolled roller coaster. Went right back to the airport, got on the plane, and I uh, went back to Birmingham. We went to every amusement park all over the country except for Cedar Point. We went to uh, Bush Gardens every single year. He was raised inside of Bush Gardens. We know those roller coasters, the Muntu, the Kumba, the Shikra, the Scorpion, the Cheetah, the uh, uh, some of the greatest roller coasters and highest uh, roller coasters in the South is at Bush Gardens in Tampa. Shout out to the vibe. But uh, it, it was a great childhood, and uh, that really blessed me to hear him say that. And just to be able to have a radio show and wake up with a good attitude, spirits high, and celebrating uh, his life. Uh, we got somebody on the phone. Uh, we got D. Essence. Uh, D, D, good morning. Good morning, Jay. Shout out to my oldest daughter, D. Essence. Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, D. Essence, best, best memories of, of Brandon. I, I know it's going to be some torture stories. Yeah, I was about to say, probably like the best memories are all the pranks that um, we did to each other. I, I remember one week you let us just have like a whole prank week and we just went back and forth and back and forth. And I, I remember you told me one prank, you was like, all right, so just put like a whole bunch of different sauces in his bed. Like just get some mayonnaise, some hot sauce, ketchup, put all of that in his sheets. And then I put everything in his sheets. And then I remember I came in his room that night and I was like, I hope you sleep good tonight. He was like, yeah, you got me, you got me, whatever. I remember waking up for school the next day and Brandon had cut off all of my doll, my mannequin hair. And he had a piece of, he had left a piece of the hair and he tied it to the fan. And I remember waking up and the doll head just spinning around when I woke up and I was like I, I, that was the scariest thing to wake up to but that's probably yeah. one of the best memories that I have like just remembering all of our pranks that we did like that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and and then uh, Brandon has a uh, listen to this uh, uh, thank you for sharing that story D Brandon has a little sister that works for the Rick and Smiley Morning Show uh, uh, <laughs> Taylor uh, is actually in the studio it's a pleasure to work with her Every day, because every time I look at her, I can see Brandon and her. She said the same thing. So uh, we have our little special. Tell her what. It, talk to me, tell her. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Um, Brandon, he was just a unique individual for the most part. I just think I remember he would chase me around the house with this Freddy Krueger mask. I was terrified. <laughs> I was like 10 years younger than him, just too small to be chased around like that. He used to, um, he taught me how to flip on a trampoline. He used to just do crazy stuff. Taught me how to cook some things, some eggs. Um, one time was like, you know, uh, the cheese. He put, the, what he put, the tomatoes in it, the onions, the peppers. He used to whip so, those You know, up. you know who taught him that, right? It was you. Taught how to make the omelets, yeah. Come yeah. On. Those, those are some of the best eggs. I remember exactly how they taste. Um, but yeah, he taught me a lot of stuff. He used to always school me on boys, like, you know, be my protector on, alongside my, alongside my dad. He used to always tell me, like, if anybody, um, tries you or does anything, just call me. Just call me. He was like, I don't care if I'm in Birmingham. I don't care how far I am. Just call me. 
And it was just good to know that he was always there. He was just a good big brother, just always encouraging me, telling me how smart I was, goofy. Um, just, yeah, a great big brother. Big brother. I bet he tortured you, you to death. He tortured all y'all. I remember hey, Rick, that. Absolutely. Hey, Rick, all, all, yeah. speaking, speaking of that, my favorite uh, big brother, little, little sister story that y'all told about Brandon uh-huh. was when he had y'all in the car. And he locked the window. And he locked the windows. He locked the windows and fart. But that's literally the epitome of him. Like, yeah, yeah. He would do that all the time. Everybody everybody that's listening to the radio, Brandon, uh, this this started with Uncle Bruce. This this all started with Anthony Bruce Smiley. Uh, Brandon would turn the floor heat on, lock all the doors, let the windows up. And pass gas and have the children make the children sit in the car and cry with his rest in heaven nasty self nasty. I mean he was nasty. Uh, uh, we we got Malik on the phone. What up, Malik? Is he there? Hey, what's up? Hey, 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 what up? What up? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Talk talk to us about your favorite Brandon story. Uh, I just remember one time. Um, we had planned a prank on you. We had snuck in your room while you were asleep and put that life-size body Santa Claus by your bed. <laughs> I swear I, I wanted for to you to wake up. <laughs> hey, Brad, let me tell you what they did. Uh, him and Malik, y'all almost got a whooping. He, they they took the Santa Claus off the front. Santa Claus by six feet and he's black. They're going to take the, the lampshade off the lamp and sit the lamp on the floor so the light can shine up. In Santa Claus face, so I rolled over to a, a big black belt buckle, <laughs> and my eyes went all the way up. And when I saw the way that Santa Claus was looking down on me, man, the light shining up on that, man, I almost like, like that, had a heart attack. I like that Burger King commercial, the Burger King. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Like the Burger King commercial when the, when that man wa- rolled over in the bed, handed that man that whopper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, listen, <laughs> I was I was mad. I didn't talk to Brandon. For a week, but uh, uh, I just want—I just want to say, uh, uh, Brent, uh, Gary, thank y'all for everything that y'all, especially everything that you tried to do uh, to help him in his time of need. Uh, Taylor, we are real proud of you. Happy to have you here yeah, uh, working you. on the on, on the morning show. The essence, uh, uh, you know, thank you for being you, and uh, uh, congratulations to all of y'all. All of y'all. Graduated college to see Malika see you push you through push through graduating college now in grad school after Brandon passed away I'm sure that was a lot on you so it's just good to have y'all on the show and every year February the seventh we're gonna do something special we're gonna have talk about some memories play his clips or whatever because we could have stayed in bed but we got up because this is what he would want us to do be on the radio laughing having a good time. And not sad. Shout out to uh, my son's grandmothers. And shout out to Miss Lurleen Corbin. <laughs> Brandon's uh, great-grandmother that live in Birmingham. Uh, Taylor, shout out to your, your mom, your dad. Uh, uh, and thank everybody for all of your prayers and support. God is good. God has given us another chance. God will give you peace that surpasses all understanding. We serve a great God, a wonderful God, an awesome God. And sometimes some have to die so others can live. That's going to be the theme of this whole thing. And uh, we're going to always continue every day on this day, because uh, that's my firstborn, to celebrate Brandon Jamar Smiley's life. God bless y'all. Hey, love you, Malik. Love you, D. Love you, Taylor. Love you. Thank you. Love, I love you, too. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Um,
More Rick and Smiley Morning Show coming up. Uh, today, my son Brandon would have been 34 years old. Uh, and this morning, I want to honor his legacy by helping others in need of assistance and support. So drug overdose deaths reached a record level in the United States last fall. New data from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention uh, provided this uh, information. More than 111,000 people died from a drug overdose in the 12-month period ending in December, according to research. Uh, Joining joining us this morning, please welcome uh, Miss Jennifer Gibson. Please. Thank you. And uh, she is the director... How you doing, Miss Jennifer? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Yes, yes, ma'am. We are happy to have you. Uh, Ms. Jennifer Gibson is the Director of Alumni Services at the Bradford Health Services in Birmingham, Alabama. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. Now, um, before working at the Bradford, uh, before working at the Bradford and helping people deal with recovery, you actually had your own personal battle with addiction. For those uh, out there struggling this morning, can you, you know, can you, uh, uh, can you get help to get to the other side? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I too am an alumni of Bradford Health Services. Uh, my sobriety date is August the eighth of two thousand eleven. I am a grateful recovering heroin addict and alcoholic. Um, and I'll be honest, it's. It's it's a hundred percent possible. It's just it's 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 difficult. We're as addicts and alcoholics, we make things so much more complicated than it has to be. Um, but you know, it's just a matter of changing basically everything, your people, places, and things. But it is a hundred percent achievable for everyone across the board. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I, I noticed the first thing that I just noticed with your response was you you literally owned it. Like you're owning the addiction. Is that is that like the most important start in this whole process? Oh, that is. I have to accept who and what I am. And I've been clean and sober for almost 13 years, but there's not a day that goes by for the rest of my life that I won't be an addict. As long as I don't put in today, I'm going to be okay. Uh, but, you know, there's a set of principles and things that I have to do on a daily basis to maintain my sobriety. But one of the biggest things I've learned is I have to recover loudly so other people don't die in silence. So, Ms. Gibson, why is family involvement important in recovery? Well, I mean, as a family member, you're on the front line. You know, you're seeing things and being a part of things before anyone else. And so being able to be involved and help your loved one on this journey, the benefits are immeasurable. Because to be honest, a lot of us come into recovery and everyone's written us off. We have nothing left, even family. So having people that love you and support you and know you and can hold you accountable is probably one of the most valuable parts of recovery. Thank you so much for being with us. This is such great information. Um, my question for you is, you know, it can be confusing, overwhelming, and even frustrating when trying to help a loved one or family member who is struggling with addiction. What is your advice for separating the addiction from the person? You have to understand that this is a disease. It's not Addiction and alcoholism is not something that we chose for ourselves. It's just kind of a hand we're dealt. 
And we all have to do the best we can to play our cards that we were given well. So understand that your loved one is sick uh, and that they need help and they need to get better. And the most important thing these days is get educated. Mm-hmm. Get educated on this disease and do what you can. Don't don't be a part of the problem. There's such a stigma around addiction. And understand that this is a disease and that it is treatable and be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. Uh, that, thank you so much. In honor of my son's birthday today, I would like to make a donation to the Addiction and Prevention Co- uh, Coalition to help someone uh, get the treatment that they need. Uh, my mother always said this, uh, some die so others can live. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning, uh, Ms. Jennifer. Let everybody know how they can follow you or how they can reach uh, the facility that you're a part of. Absolutely. If, if you ever suspect a loved one or anyone or if yourself, if you ever have an inkling with the things that are out there now, do not hesitate. Pick up the phone and call us. You can call us at 888-SOBER-40. We have facilities all across the southeast. Uh, if not, we can make sure we can find you something in your area. Um, and my contact information is available on our website at bradfordhelp.com. Please reach out to me anytime, day or night. Uh, I, I'm always here to help. And thank hey, you so much, Ricky, for being an ally in this space. Absolutely. And I want to personally thank you for everything that y'all did for my son. Uh, it really means a lot. And uh, I thank you. And I just remember my son coming out of your facility uh, doing a lot better and looking a lot better and, and it really created some highlights uh, uh, you know for for his life and our memory ladies and gentlemen thank you so much y'all give it up for Miss Jennifer Gibson we got the one and only Bakari Sellers from CNN on with us this morning uh, Bakari uh, good morning good morning good morning happy Wednesday to everybody and yesterday was a beautiful fail for the Republican-led Congress. Uh, break all that down for us, Bakari. Yeah, I mean, yesterday what you saw was Speaker Mike Johnson lose more in one day than Nancy Pelosi lost in two terms as Speaker of the House. I mean, I think this just goes to show that Nancy Pelosi was a bad, bad woman. Not only did Speaker Johnson try to, uh, not only did he try to impeach Secretary Mayorkas, uh, who's a Homeland Security Secretary, but there also was uh, an effort to uh, consider at least putting up an independent standalone bill to pass a, a supplement to Israel by itself instead of tying it in with immigration in Ukraine. But Speaker Johnson is having his hands full. I don't know if he's going to make it through the month. Uh, it's kind of a terrible of a job that she's doing. But it was a close vote. Al Green, shout out to Al Green, not that Al Green, but Representative Al Green, who actually willed into the United States Congress, the halls of Congress, uh, in a in a hospital gown coming back from surgery to cast his no vote. It was 216-214, um, and the Republicans oh, right on their face. Yep. Hey, Bakari, hey, like, life. Just like, just like, just like <laughs> Tupac rolling out, rolling out in the, uh, in the wheelchair. Right. <laughs> so, Bakari, I got a question for you. Do you think, and, and a lot of people don't pay attention to politics as, as deeply and as daily and hourly as we do. But do you think people are starting to see in general that Republicans just don't know how to do this whole governing thing? I do. I mean, I do think, though, there is a great deal of disinformation and misinformation out there. If you pay attention to it, 
we as a people and as a culture have to read beyond the headlines, which is why I'm so appreciative of this opportunity to talk politics with you guys every week or every other week or so. We're, we've become a headline culture. Um, you see people like, for example, Meek Mill out there tweeting Russian disinformation today because he's curious about white supremacist Tucker Carlson and his interview with Vladimir Putin. And, and you know, a lot of the stuff that people talk about is comical at first, and then it becomes dangerous when you're coddling white supremacy or you're doing something that can harm us or our country. So I do believe that um, we have to get beyond the headlines. We have to see the danger in what people are trying to do. And we have to see that whether or not it's health care where Republicans failed or immigration where they're failing, um, you know, people have to have ideas. And right now it looks like the Republican Party does not. Hey, hey, hey uh, do Joe Biden get reelected and do the Democrats um, take over the House and keep the Senate? What are your predictions? Just looking at everything now. Man, I got out the prediction business in 2016 because I told everybody and their mama Hillary Clinton would be president Man, of the United States. you and me both. But you weren't uh, that far I, off. Yeah, you're right. I wasn't that far off, but it, it surprised it surprised everybody. Uh, I will tell you this. I think uh, I'm pretty sure Joe Biden wins re-election. I think it's going to come down to a few states. I think North Carolina is going to be a great state for, for Joe Biden. Uh, Georgia is going to be a really tough state. Michigan's going to be a tough state. Uh, but I think Joe Biden wins re-election. Um, he, his numbers are just getting better, and Donald Trump still has a few criminal trials ahead of him. The House is going to be um, a little bit difficult, but I think the numbers line up for the Democrats to take over the House, and you have the first black speaker in the history of the United States and, and Akeem Jeffries. The Senate is going to be hard because we're defending all the states. I mean, we have to defend states like West Virginia, which we're probably going to lose. Uh, we have to defend states with Montana, like Montana, which is going to be tough, and Ohio, which are going to be tough. So the Senate's more of a toss-up. I think they'll take the House and the White House, though. Wow. All right, Bacari, that's good information right there. Let everybody know how you could be reached. Yeah, uh, find me on Instagram at Bakari Sellers, at Twitter or X or whatever whatever Elon Musk calls it now, at Bakari underscore Sellers. And my new book, The Moment, April 23rd. Go ahead and pre-order that thing today. There it is. All right, I appreciate you, Bakari. Always call me anytime. Hey, Beyonce. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Front page is going down. Good morning, Maria Moore. Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, our SMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Joe Biden won another primary victory in Nevada after a subdued election day. The AP called the results approximately two hours after polls closed. Meanwhile, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley will lose Nevada's non-binding Republican primary to none of these candidates. An embarrassing defeat in a contest that did not feature former President Donald Trump on the ballot. In other news, a jury has found Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of the Oxford High School shooter Ethan Crumbly, guilty on all four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Jennifer Crumbly will be sentenced on April 9th. She faces up to 60 years in prison, 15 for each count. Crumbly is the first parent in the United States to go on trial in a mass shooting carried out by their child. Lastly, are you keeping financial secrets from your partner? You may not be alone. Only 10% of Americans know their partner's salary. A poll of 2,000 adults in serious relationships found. 15% don't know how much their partner has in savings or what their credit score is. 27% of Gen Zers keep their credit score from their partner. Other common financial secrets include how much debt someone has, where they spend money, and how many different bank accounts they have. 
I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more headlines and updates, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? What it do, mine? Kyrie Irving and his Dallas Maverick teammates beat the Brooklyn Nets yesterday. You know what I'm saying? That's his first game back in Brooklyn since being traded from the Nets to Dallas last year. He dropped a cool 36 points on him like it wasn't nothing and was actually at peace. Pretty much at peace with what, what happened and uh, spending time here. Uh, I wish a, a lot of the guys well, uh, a lot of the people that I've gotten a chance to get to know. Uh, we have relationships that extend off the basketball court, and that's all I can ask for, whether I was playing a game or not. Um, got to see a lot of smiles, got to make some kids really happy, uh, and that's what this job is about. At the end of the day, it's the next generation and making sure they stay inspired. Pimping. Before Simone Biles, there was Gabby Douglas, who became the first black woman to win the Olympic title at the London Olympics in 2012. She making a comeback, y'all, at the age, the old age of 28, which is considered old in the sport of gymnastics. She will be trying to make the USA Olympic squad of five women who will be trying to win gold at the Paris Olympics later on this summer. Super Bowl 58 continues to count down. Just got more interesting because uh, we already know it's going to be in Las Vegas. And two escorts or ladies of the night that work at the Chicken Ranch Brothel, which is the number one voted brothel of the year, is offering the winning team an all-access, no-holds-barred blowout, which includes limo service, access to the bar, swimming pool, VIP bungalow, uh, sex specialty areas. Oh. nothing, (laughs) (laughs) Nothing is off limits. And here's the bonus. This offer is also for the wives and girlfriends. <laughs> All right, man. All for the price of Zilcho Zero free of charge. <laughs> mm. All you got to do is win the game. <laughs> oh. I think it's good for the wives because if the husband's going to have let the wives get their part too. So, honey, equal opportunity, honey. <laughs> There it is, man. Hey, follow me on social media at Rock T Holla. Brad got the hot spot right now. Let's get it. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and Damn, that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Damn, that's hot. What up there, Brigitte <laughs> What up, Rock T? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tad-Tad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Y'all, Selena Quintanillas, did I say it right? Mm-hmm. Quintanillas, uh, killer, has spoken out from behind bars 30 years after the singer's death as she prepares for parole eligibility in 2025. Really? <coughs> Excuse me, yes. Um, I don't know if y'all saw the uh, story. Remember, remember they yeah, had Selena, a, the, the story. Yeah, they had the whole thing. It was her assistant or something like that. The, the lady. Yeah, she was the president her. of the fan club. Yes. Assistant, yeah. Yolanda Saldivar, who was president president of Selena's fan club fatally shot the 23-year-old at the hotel in Corpus Christi, Texas mm-hmm. in March of 1995 after being confronted after uh, about embezzling funds. Mm-hmm. She's found guilty of first-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole. Now, as she edges toward her potential release date, Saldivar has insisted that it's time to set the story straight. It has been revealed 
that Oxygen is set to release its two-part docuseries titled Selena and Yolanda, The Secrets Between Them, that will chronicle her version of events leading up to Selena's killing. However, Selena's dad, Abraham Quintanilla, is blasting Oxygen, Selena, and Yolanda, The Secrets Between Them, to make it clear that he and the rest of Selena's family are not involved or supporting the project in any way, shape, form, or fashion. He tells us, in particular, he wants obviously he wants absolutely nothing to do with Yolanda herself because everything she says is nothing but lies and no one's going to believe what she has to say anyway. In fact, Abraham wonders what more she has to say that she hasn't already. I absolutely agree yeah, I with do. that. I do, 100%. Yeah. Girl, if you don't get somewhere and go into hiding when you get out, cause can you, you better be careful, cause can, Selena got a lot of fans still, yeah. still, okay, still. and they don't appreciate what happened. So we, I'm we surprised they really, let her out. I know we yeah. don't really want to hear what you have to say, ma'am. Please go do something, and you need to remain low and not be trying to capitalize off of, off of exactly. Selena. You took that lady's life, regardless to what happened. It didn't warrant somebody to die. Especially exactly. not her. She was young and beautiful and had a great life to live. So, and you, nuh-uh. Mm-mm. Anyway, moving on. Last but not least, y'all, the Braxtons are headed back to the TV screen. Uh-oh. We TV announced on Tuesday that Tony, Tawanda, Trina Tamar, and the matriarch, Dr. Evelyn Braxton, Mama E, will reunite for the new reality series, The Braxtons. More than three years after their docu-series, Braxton Family Values, came to an end, the ladies will share new love, success, heartbreak, ongoing family dynamics, and so much more on the new show, according to a press release from the network. The new series will chronicle the famous families never before seen private moments from quarantine to the devastating loss of their sister Tracy and taking viewers into their lives as they build the new chapter without her. I can't wait to see that. We love them. We love Mama E. We love Tamar. We love all of them. We love Trina Braxton. We love Tony, Tawanda, all of them. That's going to be awesome. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.